Mike one, Mike one, isn't this a lot of fun? Two, 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 two. Did you, America? Welcome to another Did You America? He's Jeremy Hoffman. I'm Ian Camfield. And this is episode 100. 100 again. Well, I still haven't posted the artwork that our good friend Chad did for us. So they're now just all going to be 100? Well, until I post that artwork. Although, our good friend Jose has also sent a very good animation for episode 101. Which we're never going to get to because from now on, every episode is episode 100. To be honest, I like both these bits of artwork so much, I might just keep alternating between episode 100 and episode 101 just so we can keep posting the same thing. What's up with these uh, artwork delays? It's like you have a real job now or something what do i know <laughs> <laughs> uh jeremy is uh, hurting from a cowboys win today they're on the run right oh yeah they're, they're on a winning streak might i say not only are they on the winning streak you know who else is on the winning streak you guessed it another gambling win for jeremy this week you know i've been uh i've been getting crushed everywhere else gambling like baseball playoffs i i don't think i've ever lost this much money but the one thing keeping me afloat all year it's my glorious Dallas Cowboys continuing to win at every chance, even when they have a backup quarterback who shouldn't be even be in the NFL. Now, uh, with my limited understanding of whispering American football, starting with the the backup quarterback and then them still winning against the Vikings, who are pretty good, right? They're yeah, a decent, decent team. team for sure. So, so this means that they could be unstoppable, right? Because by rights. Not having Dak and going against the the Vikings last night, they shouldn't have won. This is the scary thing, is because yes, they I had no faith in them. So earlier in the week, I actually when the when the lines when it was announced that Dak may not play, Vegas completely flipped the lines. Cowboys became the underdog. If you want to bet them just to straight up win, it was like plus one thirty, which means if you bet a hundred dollars, you win one hundred thirty. And actually, one of my best friends who's a from New York, a diehard New York Giants fan. One of the Cowboys' biggest rivals. Even he was, like, convinced. He's like, Dak's absolutely going to play. Those odds are stupid. And he had me place a $100 bet for him. It was the first time in his life he had to root for the Cowboys. And he had to root for a backup quarterback because he didn't <laughs> want to lose $100. No one had faith. I was texting him before the game, like, I'm sorry, dude, you're going to lose this $100. And when he won it now, I'm furious because he won the big bet. I only bet $20 on the game. I was like, no, there's no chance about risking it all. The other thing that it did uh, for anyone who's, uh, like, half a Cowboys fan is it gave people who didn't bother to stock up on candy a good excuse in their own minds to not participate in Halloween last night. I had various friends um, in uh, Dallas who were like, all right, we need to turn out the lights. The the only lights we can have come from screens that are showing the game because they were too stressed out about the fact that Dak wasn't playing, but they couldn't possibly be interrupted by any kind of ding-dong from kids needing candy. The fact they were like, listen, this is far too important to be handing out Twix. 
Can't go anywhere near the kids, so just shh, make out we're not here because we're focusing on the game. It was great because clearly everyone in my neighborhood got the memo. I didn't get one doorbell ring, one knock, and instead I ate an entire bowl of candy <laughs> while watching the game. It was like Halloween was when I was a kid growing up where my dad banned Halloween in our house because he would say, well, it's an American thing. We don't do it here. Right. And uh, and literally, uh, you know, when my, when, my, when my sister and I were growing up in the, the 80s, and the early 90s, we had to sit in absolute darkness. TV wasn't even allowed to be on. And if you made any kind of complaints about it, which I did, because I remember where there was one year, obviously Halloween changes its day of the week each year. But one night when it fell on a Thursday when I was a kid, and when I was a kid, Thursday nights at 8 p.m., new episodes of Knight Rider. Jeremy Hoffman, you do not live in an era where you had to watch TV shows at the time they were broadcast. Right. But back in the 80s, that's what people did. See, right? that sounds terrible. If I had to choose between the Cowboys and Curb Your Enthusiasm last night, I don't know what I would have done, but I was able to record Curb and I'll be watching it when I get home. See, ain't life grand. Yeah, perfect. Circa 1989, 8pm Halloween 1989, falls on a Thursday. I should have been watching like watching Kit Turbo Boost and do Super Pursuit because it would have been season five by then. He had wings <laughs> that went off to the side. Too much detail? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, my dad was like, I don't care about Knight Rider. I mean, this is child abuse at this point. I don't care about Knight Rider. We can't have the TV on because there'll be lights in the house and kids will come up the garden path and then he'd have to give out candy and he wouldn't do that. Although, I will say this, this podcast, although I wouldn't recommend that any kids ever listen to this podcast because of some of the content, um, we discussed this last Halloween, the fact that Halloween was effectively banned in my house. Right. And uh, our friend Jose, who does some great animations, did a little 10-second video video of you and I discussing this where he did like a flashback in the animation to me being a kid in the house not able to celebrate Halloween and my four-year-old nephew saw that video last year and it's weird things that little kids remember right so obviously it's a year ago because Halloween has, has just happened again but apparently my dad was at my sister's house over the weekend and she allows her kids to do Halloween. And like from, a normal, pa- yeah, like a normal, yeah, like adult, a normal right. parent, right? And from out of nowhere, my four-year-old nephew says to my dad, Granddad, why didn't you let Uncle Ian do Halloween? And my dad's like, what? And he goes, I've seen the video. <laughs> like, like, he wow. was like, I've got the evidence. Props Jose, a four-year-old remembered your artwork. Literally, from a year ago, it was really funny. Like, I've seen the video. Oh, my God. <laughs> your grandpa was being like, shut up, kid, or you're not having Halloween and either. I said, um, and I said to my sister, uh, well, what did, uh, what did dad say to that? And she, he, she said, he said, it's an American thing. I was like, he's been saying that for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's an American thing. I feel like it's a Mexico thing. What, Halloween? Yeah. I don't Isn't know. like Day of the Dead, like what it's based on? Isn't that like a Mexican holiday? Oh, yeah, you might be right. Yeah. I, is it, how, is Give that... your dad a little geography lesson. Well, I don't think Call it... him right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got, got a Halloween update. You've actually been getting it wrong for all 70 years of your life. You're racist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you won't even let Mexico take the credit. He'll be saying, we going see, and it should stay that side of the wall. And you wonder why I need all... All this therapy now. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, so that is uh, that is amusing. Um, well, that, think uh, about now. You can have all these better Halloween memories that instead of being, you know, surrounded by not getting candy, it could be surrounded by brown cowboys victories. It is funny how you form opinions uh, based on what happened to you as a child that in some cases you don't question way, way, way into adult life. Because it wasn't until I was in my late 20s and my sister... Um, you know, started having kids, and um, I would, you know, they would do things for Halloween, and I would say to my sister, "Oh, so Halloween's a thing in England now?" And she says, "It always was. It was just it was banned in our house." Like I, I literally, <laughs> you thought, never like asked any of your friends, like, "What do you guys do on this I day?" I literally thought, "Well, I assumed everyone sat in darkness, <laughs> even if there was a new episode of Night Rider on in season five where Kit had wings for for for, for uh, Super Pursuit." Too right. much information. <laughs> well um, so, I, yeah, seriously, I just thought that was, uh, you know, that was the norm. Um, <gasps> Talking of things that are my favorite things. Oh, no. Guess what's coming to Dallas five minutes from this house in February. You won't guess. I feel like this is going to be very annoying to me. Bruce Dickinson spoken word tour. What? <laughs> oh, yes. So this is like he won't be doing any Maiden on this tour. It, well, it's just him talking. He because well, he put out an autobi- does he do like a stand up act? Kind of. He what he does. He's got talks about like jokes about planes. I'm guessing the look Jeremy Hoffman just gave me with like it, when the words does he do like a stand up act left your left your mouth. I can't imagine you didn't him being even, funny. Didn't he? Didn't even wait for my response of like, oh, God, he's going to talk for like two hours. Have you ever heard like when a pilot comes over the loudspeaker and tries to be funny? It's always horrible. (laughs) I can only if he's as good as pilot as you make him out to be. He has to tell corny dad jokes. And I'm not a fan of that. (laughs) Well, I do. I don't know. There there might be some flying stuff because he is obsessed with flying. I mean, I have had drinks with Bruce Dickinson on many, many, many occasions. And I'm always slightly disappointed if... We go off on a flying tangent because it's his favorite thing. He loves flying planes. And I'll sit in the bar being respectful, but really I'm going, I've got a question about the number of the bees. Can we get back onto Maiden again? Like this whole like history of aviation thing. Right. Like, Enough I, about the American yeah, Airlines I'm, I'm controversy. Like, I, I'm like, yes, exactly. I'm like, I, 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 I care a little bit more about Run to the Hills than the Wright Brothers. <laughs> like, <can we> just, <laughs> well, no fact, the Wright Brothers, huge Maiden fans. So he's, uh, of course, you won't know where this is because you don't know where fuck all is in, anywhere in uh, DFW. Majestic Theatre. No, I never heard it's of it. It's like you go down there and do a left and you'll be at it. I feel like that's not even a real place. Anyway, so that's uh, that's in February. I'm counting down. Nice. Uh, so he does. Um, yes, it's spoken word, but he's done a few of these in the UK already. And you'll get like a, he does like a little a cappella bit at the end where he sings a line from a maiden song. I'm gonna be like. Could you do all of the parchment? Like all 10 <laughs> minutes of it a cappella. So you're excited because at one point towards the end of the show, as he stops talking and he kind <laughs> and of sing talks. I'm sold. Buy me a ticket. Yeah, I'm going for two hours just for that one bit, right? <laughs> you're like the annoying guy in the crowd, basically like, play free bird. <laughs> Yeah, no, we don't care about American Airlines. It's fine. Right. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's happening. Um, however, sad news. 
Sad news relating to things that are happening down the road from this apartment. For as joyful as I am that Bruce Dickinson might sing one line of an Iron Maiden song five minutes from where we're currently seated in February. (laughs) Tomorrow is the night that the Rolling Stones are playing Fair Park. Wait, why is this bad? Also five minutes from this apartment. These are all good things. Remember? Are you that upset about Charlie Watts? Steve Jordan's a good drummer. Remember how, uh, you know, I've kind of shown off on this podcast in the past. Oh, yeah, Rolling Stones. I get, like, great seats. And have I told you about that one time I was in their police escort? Right, you've joked about getting a police escort (laughs) a half mile to the show. I was like, yeah, could they pick me up on the way? Blah, 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 blah. My Rolling Stones connection is ignoring my messages. Oh, no. And, like, I know he's ignoring them. The messages that are going, hey, just uh, checking in about the tickets for the show that's down the road that's happening in like 12 hours almost <laughs> 24 hours from now um did you get I- like a new phone who dis text <laughs> those are always when you know like uh, you're getting blown I off i think it's worse because i can tell i'm getting blown off in a more it, 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 more uh strategically because i i whatsapp my contact right yeah and when so when you use whatsapp you can see uh if the message has gone through and then when they've read the message right right, right. but you can also see the last time that they were on whatsapp He's on WhatsApp constantly and he hasn't <laughs> opened any message I've sent him in the last two and a half weeks. Oh, no. Which is official, like, I'm ignoring you, Ian, because I'm not getting you into the show. Oh, yeah, no, you're being 100% ignored. You should have given up messaging him a week ago. So, I don't know. I mean, has he spoken to Craig Ferguson? What's going on? <laughs> I don't like Does he, I, Do you know for a fact, like, he still works with the Stones? Maybe he had, like, a very bad exit. He's like, God, this guy keeps bringing up the worst part of my life. I find that Ever very- since I killed Charlie Watts and they won't <laughs> talk to me anymore. I find that very hard to believe because he's, he's worked with them for more than 40 years this guy's this guy is also like i don't know what i might have done to upset him he's bad music industry like old school music industry powerful person to upset this guy is so powerful he had tina turner sing at his wedding oh wow yeah (laughs) like that kind of like old school so um i don't know i'm 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 like oh what if I, did we say bad things? I thought we did a great Charlie Watts tribute. I mean, <laughs> right. I did say every interview Mick Jagger's done since 1990's been fucking dull. I mean, at this point, if they're if people are going to get offended by what you say, you wouldn't have any friends in the industry anymore. That's pretty true. Yeah. I so, mean, Glenn and Henry would never <laughs> talk to you. <laughs> I may have to... I might have to... Just for the sake of my ego and reputation, changed my stone stance to, oh, I didn't want to see him without Charlie. It wouldn't be the right, same. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> that might be my new thing. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I mean, look at how, this is so unfair, by the way. Look how excited you are. You're wearing a Rolling Stone shirt today in preparation. Well, I mean, that's because I haven't sent today's WhatsApp message yet. I was just going to send like a video of me wearing the, no, I was joking. Well, now <laughs> what you need to do is drop the pants, turn that photo into a dick pic, and maybe you'll get a little reaction. <laughs> Again, with the caption, 
new phone who dis it works every time i do genuinely have a new phone i got a new phone on friday you from, have the perfect excuse from, now from, uh, from from apple and i gotta say well done apple i know you've got issues with them which i i still don't understand well, i'm a tech genius now so not anymore but go no, on. no 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 the, the, the one place that i used to go to in the uk almost like therapy because it was the only place you were guaranteed to get good customer service is the only place that you've been banned from you've been crazy oh, that's not the only place i've been banned from but it's well no but the rest of the things the, 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 you going into any club at any point i can see you being banned from it yeah like, yeah, yeah. i've been multiple times this weekend but, but, but right but but the apple store like it's, there's just no excuse for upsetting people in the apple store it's the epitome of customer service they couldn't be more helpful and my opinion of them's gone up even more now because i went in to get so i've had the same phone for about six years and i went in to get the se phone and they're catering to me so brilliantly i spent $500 buying a new phone that's exactly the same as my old phone and call me middle-aged that is exactly what I want if I get a new phone I don't want to have to learn things that because that, it does different things to what the old phone did I want it to be the same and that's what they gave me so you still have a button but a newer version of the button that's exactly what it is like it isn't a but well it, it, yeah I mean it's it's that so it's it, yeah it, that's it, still a button right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's what there's phones that don't have buttons mine doesn't have a button no what most of got? the new iPhones now don't have a button. I see I, already. I don't. I, I dislike it. Like I don't. Like, Peter, Peter, I said to me. I said, this is why you'll never be a tech send genius. Send a text message to one of my friends. Going by the way, I, I've, I, one of my friends who's into tech. I, by the way, I'm sending you this message. My this was literally my text message. I'm sending you this message from my new phone. Aren't you impressed? I didn't have to call you from someone else's phone to ask you how to get my new phone working. <laughs> right. And he said. No, because they do it all for you in the store. I said, that's not the point. This is me you're talking about. And he goes, and he said to me, well, I'm glad that you're feeling like you've accomplished something. And he goes, does it feel all shiny and new? And I said, no, it feels exactly like the old phone that was six years old. But I like that right. because that's what I wanted. See, this is why you're never going to change. I've had that same mindset for years. And that's why I avoided getting a new phone. And, and how, once many, I got fuck a new it, phone, how many weeks? Did I, you, couldn't, you couldn't contact you via phone for a week because... Because it took for weeks, because it took you about a month to figure out how to set up that phone. Yeah, but once I had it set up, I became a tech genius. You just need to get through the process. Well, I do have a new phone. It's exactly the same as the old phone, but the guy from the Rolling Stones doesn't know that. So I could still go, hey, I got a new phone. Um, I, uh, I'm just checking... To make sure you're not ignoring me. <laughs> yeah, or you've spoken to Craig Ferguson, who's the only other person from the celebrity world who appears to not like me and I don't know. To be fair, there are other people from the celebrity world who dislike me, but I know why. Right. Right. I don't I've never even met Craig Ferguson, so I don't know why he blocks me on Twitter. And I'm very, very concerned that this guy from the Rolling Stones world, you know. So powerful, Tina Turner sang at his wedding. Right. Is now apparently ignoring me. Now it's not a good sign for you. You might as well just not even go to the show. You'll have to just hit listen from your balcony. Well, I'm not going to the show. I got. I mean, there's ways to. Are you telling me there are other ways to attend the show other than get on the band's guest list? How Wait, do you get you in don't if you're have not tickets to the show? How do you not get it? No, he was getting me tickets. Oh, I figured you were just like getting a ride from them to the show. No, it. 
You seemed very lazy about wanting to walk the less than a mile to the venue. I figured that's all you were doing. Jeremy Hoffman, that's because the only time you've been in a police escort is if you were arrested. Let me tell you that <laughs> when the police... They're the same thing. When, no, they are not. When the police are escorting you because it's a showbiz event. Oh my God, it's fabulous. So you weren't in cuffs? No. What's the point of that? No. They didn't take you to a cool room with criminals where you get to learn how to do criminal activity? Well, I mean, I did shoot up heroin with Keith Richards. Oh, but well, there the, you go. That it's was pretty a, much the same thing. If the Rolling Stones man's listening, that was a joke. <laughs> like, I'm now I'm scared about everything right. I said. I'm like, I like the Rolling Stones. He's <laughs> like, what did I say about Mick last time? <laughs> I, I swear his dance moves are incredible. <laughs> <laughs> so, yo, no tickets, no police escort. No, nothing. I mean, at this point, like, I might be able to hear it if I stand on my balcony. Do you want me to sing Start Me Up? That might be good enough. Uh, we'll do some things on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, also, uh, I need to talk about um, a new issue that I've got with Starbucks. It's a big week this week. The, uh, the holiday cups are being released. And I think they're about to be very, very disappointing. We shall get to that in part two. All right, let's do part two of Did You America? Last week's Songs of the Week. Jeremy had Big Subwoofer by Mount Westmore, 13% of the vote. Okay. New York producer Bastille, No Bad Days, 27%. Slash wins with his new song, I'm a Little Bit Fat Now, according, <laughs> according to Jeremy Hoffman. Are you gonna, you're now going to lose out on your Guns N' Roses oh, connection. Oh, well, that gig's already happened. <laughs> oh, good, I mean, good. good. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I think... Think we've I love the Stones and we've said very, like if the if Guns and Roses people heard your fatism is that a term? <laughs> yeah, it is now. You fatist. I'm a you're, fat shamer. You're fat shaming. I'm a self hating fatty. You're, right against Slash. Then I can understand that we were never on any Guns and Roses guest list ever again. But like. Uh, do you know what I think th- I might do? You know, uh, Mick Jagger seems to have made it a thing that everywhere the Stones have played on this US tour, the day before the show, he goes out and does something like a normal person in right. that local area. I might just like patrol Deep Ellum to see if I see him go into one of the bars this evening like he did in Minnesota and be like, hi, Mick, you don't know me, but I do know, like, do you, could, uh, could you could you call? Like, because he's ignoring me on WhatsApp. See, I think he's going to go a different route. I think he's going to go to like the homeless and Encampment right by your apartment, and you're gonna see him later tonight, like around a barrel that's on fire, just old school singing the blues with some friends. <laughs> that would be funny because that's a photo that, op. yeah, because he, yeah, you're right because he already did the going to the dive bar. I've seen him at some you know museum exhibitions and like botanical gardens in other areas. See it would with be the great homeless. Like here I am with some homeless. What a, first of all, now we have a whole new album idea: singing with the homeless. Your fr- this guy should be messaging you immediately. We're giving them ideas. Exactly, exactly. Asshole. Also, like he can just be there going, um, "Hey, I mean, I don't want to put a downer on things, but we've already lost Charlie. Keith's probably going to be next. Can anyone play guitar? Because <laughs> I like to keep as much money as possible. I'm guessing you guys would be cheap, right? right. Homeless. <laughs> Plus, you already know they're great at guitar. <laughs> 
Um, slash 60% of the vote won last week. New songs for this week. These are the ones you can vote for at digiamerica.com or have a look at the poll on my Twitter at Ian Canfield. I am going with the title track of the new Jerry Cantrell album. Uh, it's called Brighton. I'm going with ASAP Rocky's new song, Sandman. A uh, New York producer going with Rise Up by Walk the Moon. So Rise Up by Walk the Moon, Sandman by ASAP Rocky, or Brighton by Jerry Cantrell. Digiamerica.com if you want to vote. Ian Camfield on Twitter if you would like to uh, vote on the poll, which I have set up there. So... um if you weren't watching the Cowboys game last night, I guess you could have been watching the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony if you're stupid, because who would bother? Yeah, that's honestly the the most, of all like the highfalutin, like let's show celebrities off shows, that might be the most boring. Uh, and sure you get like the musical performances <laughs> that you've seen a thousand times because it's all bands that we've all known for a thousand years at this point, but they also do like, the longest speeches of, and there's no like music to play them off, so they just drone on and on and on. I like that uh, some people were uh, on Twitter complaining in the strongest possible terms that Taylor Swift kicked off the show, going, she's not rock outrageous. Um, didn't they move on a long time from just being like rock in the 1970s? I was going to say, are they aware that Jay Z was inducted this <laughs> well, year? Well, that was coming. They were, they were like Taylor Swift upset them enough, right. and then and then uh, you know Jay Z. I've said this before. My stance on award ceremonies at this point is they're only entertaining if Ricky Gervais is hosting, and right. I think the Hall of Fame were sort of tiptoeing in that territory because they did roll out Dave Chappelle as a surprise. I think maybe <laughs> thinking that um, they were going to get some Ricky Gervais-type traction by putting him on stage, but um, he didn't bring any of his trans stand-up for oh, this for this particular, this particular event. Jay-Z loves that stuff. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was there and he's like, hey, Jay-Z, let's do a bit on trans people. What do you think? <laughs> Screw your three-song performance. <laughs> Listen to this, folks. <laughs> did you see, by the way, that... Um, Caitlin was voicing her support for uh, Dave Chappelle last week. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, saying that, <laughs> uh, you know, basically all the, the, the people that were complaining about it were, uh, you know, trying to step all over freedom of speech. And, She's uh, now selling shirts with the jokes on them. Well, she she's pasted over the Caitlin for California shirts that right. she had basically everything else because she's got to do something with all that. She got a lot of yard signs that didn't get used when uh, when the uh, when she didn't get to run for uh, governor of California. Right. So she basically just covered up the California with a piece of tape, kept the CNL. They say Caitlin for Chappelle. <laughs> yes, twenty five dollars. <laughs> Exactly that. Uh, the thing that I thought was the um, the most controversial uh, bit of the um, the uh, ceremony, and I didn't watch it. Of course, that doesn't stop me from having a strong opinion. Of course not. Is um, Foo Fighters were inducted by uh, Paul McCartney, right? And You're upset about this? No. I'm just kind of... Uh, if I was Dave Grohl, I'd have been a little bit offended at the angle that Paul McCartney took during the speech because to provide some kind of parallel and understanding, I think what Paul McCartney was, what Paul McCartney's always trying to do, is there a Paul McCartney gig coming up? I might want tickets for before I say this. <laughs> Just <laughs> Let me check. Hold on. <laughs> I don't think there is. Okay. I mean, I'm now I'm worried. Right. 
Um, <laughs> what Paul McCartney always tries to do is uh, always wants to appear as if he's doing something with someone who's much, much younger than him. And so therefore he's still cool. You know, it's like Elton John going, I'm going to redo all of my songs with Ed Sheeran and people of equivalent ages who are as successful to make me appear cool, even though like I'm, I'm nearly 80. And Paul McCartney's always like, I think there's a thing with Paul McCartney where... <clears throat> He's he's always thinking, oh, God, going to wheel me out as the 80-year-old to do Hey Jude again. But I'm putting out this really cool new album and it's got Kanye on it or, or whatever. Right. So he wanted to come up with this angle as to, uh, you know, the, the, um, the common ground that he has with Dave Grohl. And so Paul McCartney's angle during the, uh, the induction speech was to say that both he, Paul McCartney, and Dave Grohl had to overcome the hurdle of being artists who were known for being in a very famous band, which ended, and then forming another band. Now, at that point, if I was Dave Grohl, I'd have said... Fuck off, Paul. Paul, like, Foo Fighters are so much better than Wings. Are you, are you just are you just comparing the Foo Fighters to Wings? Right. What he should have done is taken the angle of, you know, we both were once in bands where someone a lot more talented died and then we had a further career. <laughs> right. That's the common ground. <laughs> that would have been a better line. I, I would have liked it if that thing started like a whole beef between them on stage. And at this point, Dave Grohl went, I mean, I didn't even want you. I said, give us the drummer. We wanted Ringo. I'm a drummer. He's a drummer. Like, he's my favorite. And imagine Paul McCartney goes, you mean I'm not your favorite Beatle? And then they just had a big fight. See, that would have been an entertaining award ceremony. Right then and there, they announced they're actually the celebrity undercard on the next Jake Paul fight. <laughs> right. That could have been. Call a- me crazy. My money's on Grohl. <laughs> that could have been uh, That could have been a good thing. But yeah, I would be, uh, you know, and then uh, and then they got up together apparently and did uh, get back, which I'm sure was fine. But <laughs> <laughs> what a great analysis. <laughs> which, you know, is a song (laughs) right I'm just imagine if there because I'm assuming Paul McCartney and and he shouldn't have to because he's Paul McCartney he's probably not gonna like before the ceremony go on Dave Grohl's uh, dressing room door and Dave Grohl's like oh fuck off I haven't got any candy for Halloween he's like no it's Paul (laughs) but yes I do want candy (laughs) and goes listen Here's my speech. I just wanted to get your okay. He doesn't do that. He doesn't need to because he's not Paul McCartney. So I'm, I'm guessing that the whole sort of like, oh, I was in a big band and then I had to form another big band sort of like parallel, but you know. And I just think, and if I was Dave Grohl, I'd have been standing there going like, oh, this is pretty cool. Like one of the two surviving members of the Beatles is doing my induction to the Rock and Roll Hall. For fuck off, are you saying that Jet is as good as Everlong? <laughs> See, I think they, I think what happened was Paul McCartney went backstage, you know, he knocked on the door and said uh dave i have a great idea you know when you got inducted with nirvana and you already played those three songs that like the only the world cared about so you got those out of the way and now like you guys only have two Nir- uh, food fighter songs that really anyone cares about and you're supposed to perform three how about instead we play a beatles song <laughs> right. and then like you know when paul mccartney's there i don't care what you're paid on you're not gonna say no to paul mccartney paul Mc- he has a sir in front of his name legally you can't say no to that paul mccartney goes to dave draws restaurant and goes he said, hey, 
Have you got any candy? It's Halloween. No, okay, no, no. Right, listen. I've got I love an, me a Reese's. I've got an idea, right? You see, now, I know it's you that's being inducted, right? Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do in the induction because I don't know if you noticed, but I'm a 78-year-old that can hang out with kids who are in their teens and early 20s because I'm that cool. Anyway, I mean, have you seen me with Kanye? We did a collaboration. You might know about that. Anyway, you know what would be really, really, really good? What what Foo Fighter songs are you doing? We're going to do like, uh, he says, I don't know, what are the two, Everlong and what would be the other Foo Fighters? Times like these. Right. Okay, they've got, um, give me th- give me a third one. Uh, third. Monkey wrench. Okay, uh, 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 it goes. Uh, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play with you. I'm gonna play with you. And Dave goes like, "Great, great." One of the Beatles is gonna play with us. And he goes, "Okay, so I don't know if you know these songs, Paul. We'll do a quick rehearsal. We're gonna do uh, uh, Everlong, Times Like These, and then uh, Monkey Wrench." And Paul goes, "Hmm. You know, I'm a Beatle." <laughs> Dave's like, "Yeah." He goes, "So, I mean, I'm not, but I mean, that kind of makes me." Kind of a big thing in music, right? No big deal. So, you know what? You know what I think. I, 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 let, trust my judgment. You know what the people want? They would really like, like, Everlong, times like these. And then you know what you need to round it off? Na, 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 na. Because everyone needs that again. Right. We all want to sing along. I think the, 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 the probably the compromise was Dave Grohl was like, get back. Like, <laughs> So what I think really happened, just that was most likely what happened, but to save some time, Paul McCartney went to the door, you know, he said, Dave, girl, I have a great idea. He dropped his pants. He said, Beatles cock off. And girl was like, ah, I'm going to lose this. We'll play Get Back. Once again, we get brought to cock talk. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe that's what happens. Yeah, and then he, and then Dave Grohl's on the phone to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame people, going, "You told us we get Ringo. You told us Ringo. <laughs> I thought I was going to have like two drummers. Nope, <laughs> not today. You get Paul. You know where there's going to be uh, one drummer, but not the other two members of the band. Did you know that Emerson, Lake, and Palmer are going to tour again? <laughs> Wait, what? Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, the uh, very famous 1970s prog rockers from the the UK, who uh, made it, I guess, pretty big in the 70s um, in the States. Um, Emerson and Lake are dead. Palmer still alive, but that's not stopping Palmer from going out and doing an Emerson, Lake, and Palmer tour. Isn't Palmer like the least famous of the three? He's the drummer. So yes, <laughs> I, you know, like at least. At least with uh, Fagan going out as Steely Dan, even though Becker's dead, like Fagan's most like is the more known of the duo, and he's the voice. Yes. So you've still got the voice, and you can put the other members around him. I, I, I mean, he's just going to be playing the drum parts. Like you guys remember this one? <laughs> <laughs> well, no can't. other music. You, you, know, you know how when rock stars get really old and they haven't got the voice and they have to let the crowd sing a lot, right? right? This ver- Carl Palmer's version of that it's just him going out on stage with a drum kit and goes alright this is going to take some audience participation can anyone play keyboards <laughs> just make the guitar sounds with your mouth let's go one <laughs> two three <laughs> but the thing is I I um the uh, so uh, yeah, uh, Keith Emerson and Greg Lake uh, both died I, w- within the last ten years It might they might have even both died within the last five years um, and I think in later life um, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer touring was very sporadic. Now, I, I do believe that both Keith Emerson and Greg Lake had uh, health issues, which ultimately... Uh, Usually that's what leads to people dying. I was just about to say that. Well, it's kind of redundant, what you said in general. My point is, 
were they the health issues that really actually do i want to see this because this might stop me from getting the tickets to this as well. No, I don't want to see... Okay. You really care about I, I, these tickets. Yeah, I don't want to see Emerson Lake and Palmer. What, Pop. you want to watch ELO drum parts or ELP whatever? <laughs> ELP, yeah. Magic Mike. <laughs> is it? Is it going to be builders? Emerson Lake and Palmer in brackets, but really just Palmer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm not interested in this, so I don't, I'll, I'll say this. That's away. Um... So, yes, maybe the sporadic nature of uh, ELP in the later years was due to health or was it literally like they, like they hated one another so much and Carl Palmer's like oh they're dead I can do it again now okay like, let's go out. I'll just put them on screens right. you've no idea how much easier it is to go out on the tour as Emerson Lake and Palmer without Emerson and Lake but like is he what what's the goal here for the show are they gonna bring in replacement musicians for those parts are they doing like the the virtual reality type no I thing? think they're doing um I think he said that there is enough uh, video footage of them to have. Oh my God! They're doing hologram. No, no, oh. no, no, no. To have them on screen. So, well, this is the this is the, the funny thing though, because I'm not certain that a this makes a difference or b this makes it any better. But I feel like. The hologram shows, and let's face it, there haven't been a load of hologram shows, right? right? There was Tupac and there was Dio and Whitney Houston. Right. I can't, there, there weren't any others of note that I can think of. No, those right? are basically the three. Um, I feel like they've got, maybe justifiably, maybe not. I don't know because I haven't seen one in person. But I feel like the hologram shows have got such a, a bad reputation now. that, And I've seen this from other people where they go, well, yeah, but at least it isn't a hologram. So, right. so I'm sure he could have holograms of Emerson and Lake, but he's going, no, 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 no. I'm just going to have them on video screens. By the way, probably cheaper. Um, <laughs> Extremely. So, Even better, they just get like two of those like Boston Dynamics robot dogs that they always have in those like dancing videos, and they just put them up there. Have you seen the um, the robot dogs dancing to start me up? Yes, it's terrifying. <laughs> Yet somehow dances quite like Mick Jagger. Do you think... Um, Carl Palmer is going, hmm. Emerson and Lake is the dog, robot dogs? Like what? I think it's a great deal. I mean, again, up until this point, who's looking for that show? You throw some robot dogs in there, I'm at least watching the YouTube video for 15 seconds. Right, yeah, yeah. It might uh, it might spark my interest. So yes, that is the thing that's happening. And one other thing um, I wanted to touch upon today uh, before we're done, because uh, this week is the week that um, the Holiday Cups are released at Starbucks. Um, they change the menu somewhat each year. I've always been, again, particularly a fan of the American offerings. This is another example of Brussels sprout syndrome. You may think, you may think that the Starbucks menu is the same the world over. It's not the case. The Holiday Cups menu is twice the size in the US as it is in the UK. And uh, I guess you don't know officially until the day that the Holiday Cups are released exactly what the menu is, but they leak it online. And this has been information that I've been carrying around for the last week. I've seen what I'm pretty certain the menu is going to be this week. This is the official start of Christmas for me. Like my decorations will be coming out. I do everything to coincide with the thing. Except that this year, Starbucks appear to have no eggnog latte on the menu. This is like soul crushing to you, isn't it? I I'm not a fan of change. I like <laughs> I like tradition right. and consistency. Let me tell you how much I pride my tradition and consistency on not just the Starbucks holiday cups, but the eggnog latte, right? I'm really scared you're about to say when they put a menorah on the cup you rioted. 
I have a friend called John. We're both Brits. He and I are friends from Shitsville, right? We both no longer live there. When he moved, he retired to Spain. I moved to America. But when we both lived in the UK, we would get together. We did this several years in a row and have our first eggnog latte together. We would do that. We're not even gay. I am. He's not. <laughs> I'll say how romantic. <laughs> <laughs> like we call it uh, ENL. We'd be like, I, I would, he would say like around October. Are you would- sure he's not gay? <laughs> You have a name for it? Yeah, it's our little pet night, E&L, eggnog latte. Naming things is gay, generally. We would, um, uh, I would like sending, I'd start sending him text messages in October. By the way, this story's about to get gayer. Oh, uh, wait, just you wait. I was, uh, I would send him uh, text messages like at the beginning of October and go like, by the way, uh, because again, you're never certain what the actual day is before the day, but they drop hints what the menu's going to be and what day that, that they're coming right. out. And I go, um, by the way, I think it's, I don't know, let's say November 4th this year, hashtag ENL. <laughs> When I moved to America, it was around the same time he moved to Spain with his wife, oh. who's a woman. Let's get her out of the picture. Am I right, <laughs> folks? So, because we're no longer in the same country, we would... You can't have your Brokeback Mountain getaways anymore? Oh, no. Listen. <laughs> we would get together before Zoom was a thing on FaceTime and ENL together in different countries. That's commitment. Ne- I know. Neither, in fact, when I think about it, I've made more commitment to him based on eggnog than I've done to any actual relationship I've been <laughs> right. in. I mean, this this does actually say Y'all are a lot. basically married. <laughs> I mean, pretty the eggnog much. latte is the gay version of the wedding ring. <laughs> so we would, as I said, everyone's zooming these days. But before Zoom, before the pandemic, because we did this for for several years in a row. I mean, like yes, probably ten years ago. No, like at least the last five years. We were. I would be okay. And you know, you got to figure like he's got a seven hour time difference where right. I'm there so you got to figure out oh and also 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 he lives in a remote part of Spain he used to have to drive 30 minutes to the nearest mall which is where the nearest Starbucks is to get the hashtag ENL so again a lot of preparation that is how much commitment and love I have for John no um, for, <laughs> for, for this is you professing your love for him <laughs> for an ex Eggnog latte, which those bastards at Starbucks are denying me. How can you have look? Don't come at me with you don't celebrate Christmas. Just go with the oh, fundamentals. Yeah, gotcha. Eggnog, Christmas, they go together. Now, yes, there's gingerbread and peppermint and blah 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 blah. And I don't mind necessarily how much you change up the menu to a certain extent. But they're called holiday cups because it is to tie in with the festive Christmas season. When Fox News talk about the war on Christmas, this is what they mean. How do you do holiday cups at Starbucks? and ditch the eggnog latte hashtag ENL I so you know I will admit I've never in my life tried eggnog it's not because I'm Jewish it's just I'm not a fan of creamy drinks but I do have mad respect for any drink that can and cannot be mixed with alcohol this way kids can get tricked into getting really drunk on holidays (laughs) that being said do we know for a fact 
that the eggnog latte won't be on May Because you've said it's just kind of been hinted at and you're assuming. And maybe this is like one of those situations. Remember when Iron Maiden was going to drop their album and that person made the fake album that you were forced to listen to at two and them. Maybe you're reading the fake menu. Maybe this year it's all anti-Jewish eggnog lattes. <laughs> well, That's where they get the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, as I said, you never know 100%. Now, I have gone on a crusade, right? Two weeks ago, I read this article that I forget what the headline was, but it should have been, fuck me, there's no eggnog. <laughs> oh, no, that's what I'm seeing. That's the headline now. So um, I, I then, I've been on the crusade for, 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 for myself. Um, I've been messaging other independent coffee houses local to me in the Dallas area. Wait, what? <laughs> You put in effort with other places to see if they're going to have a similar drink to Starbucks? It's my campaign against Starbucks. Were right? they all if, like, if, we sell if, coffee here? If Starbucks want to wage the war on Christmas, in fact, call Sean Hannity. I mean, like, <laughs> this needs to be on Fox News tonight. Never if, mind the menorahs. If, like, if, if Starbucks, like, I want Starbucks out of business faster than Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> so that's a Fox News joke. Yeah, yeah we yeah, got okay, it. Right. I think the world gets it. <laughs> we haven't forgotten about Bill O'Reilly yet. He wishes you did. So he could have. <laughs> um, so I've started messaging local coffee chains, like coffee houses, the independent ones near, near me in Dallas, right? Sending them a link to this article that should be called Fuck Me No Eggnog and going, do you know, have you heard the news? Starbucks have a war on Christmas. They've abandoned eggnog. This is your time to get everyone that spends money at Starbucks to come to your local coffee house. Right. You need to hashtag ENL. I so they replied and said we're not gay, but we're <laughs> <laughs> wait. So I mean, have you heard back from yes, any of these yes, places? Yes, both Merrick. This only means anything to people who are listening in Dallas. Both Merrick Coffee, who've got a few little stores around, and uh, White Rhino Coffee. Do you know them? No, they're, I don't drink coffee. They're in, okay, well, right, right. Both of them, right, came back. So, so Merrick Coffee. But I'm getting the impression they think I'm crazy, and they're just humouring me. Impression. <laughs> so Merrick coffee responded last week and said um oh no exclamation mark well we'll bring this up at our meeting i'm like get that's the not happening get the eggnog now yeah <laughs> like start testing i mean again a, this drink doesn't just come about the other thing fox news is telling me about all day long is that there, <laughs> is that there's a supply crisis is eggnog part of it is that the real reason right because actually like, that's the I only shortage you left. can keep showing me listen sean hannity you keep showing me pictures of biden fumbling and mumbling and then telling me what the gas prices are what about the eggnog shortage where's the secret videos of him drinking all the eggnog is he that, has it all he's stolen christmas <laughs> so 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 merrick coffee came back and said and then uh the the other coffee chain that i that i messaged they replied to me today saying that they are deciding what their flavors are going to be now and they'll be out uh, late november we'll get back to you well, to be honest i was a little disappointed with white rhino because much like the role Rolling Stones man, their message might as well have said, go away. I was going to say, you're lucky enough you didn't get a new phone who this with a dick pic. <laughs> so, I, I, it, look, Starbucks, because I'm 
scared that even though I'm trying to be supporting the independent traders, they're going to let me down. Although they never did. I didn't expect them to hashtag ENL in the first place. Right. I expect it from Starbucks. Look, and this is very much one of my mantras in life, Starbucks. I don't want more choice. I just want nicer things. <laughs> like always. Well, I mean, look, normally I would never suggest this to you because I know you're not one to put in any effort whatsoever. But you've already put in the effort to call multiple other coffee places to see if they would have a specialty drink that only happens at Starbucks. Right. So now, call me crazy. I see you every time we do this podcast making multiple cups of coffee in your own apartment. It's very rare on an occasion like today you have a drink from Starbucks. Why don't you make your own eggnog latte. Oh, I don't know how to do that. But you, you should, you're a coffee expert at this point. You get some coffee, you pour in some eggnog, you swivel it around, maybe some whipped cream on top for some extra flavors. <sighs> Jew tears, as I already told you, was the secret ingredient. <laughs> we got you a drink. I can cry. I don't want more choice. I just want nicer things. <laughs> That's what we're calling this episode. I got it. I'll write it down. All right. So um, this week, I believe, is when the holiday drinks come out. I know they're going to let me down. Some other coffee chain in Dallas, please don't let me down. Because otherwise, like, what are me and my friend John, not gay, going to do for hashtag ENL? We're going to have to blow each other like weirdos. <laughs> John's wife's like, what are you doing? He's like... Just like the Rolling Stones manager, John is never talking to you again. We've killed so many friendships. You're going to be stuck with just me by the end of this. Oh my God. Worst nightmare ever. (laughs) Yeah, Jeremy turning up with a guitar going, no, I've learned the course to start me up. Trust me, it's the second best thing. I'll make you some eggnog. Right. (laughs) Guitar in one hand, eggnog in the other. No, you will have Christmas. Like some angel that's been sent from a Hallmark Christmas movie. (laughs) Oh, okay. Done, done. Uh, DigiAmerica.com is where you can talk to us on the website. You can vote for Song of the Week there. You can also vote at the poll on my Twitter or uh, communicate via any of the other social medias. Ian Camfield is where I am on Twitter. Ian Camfield on Twitter. Camfield off the radio on Instagram. Camfield off the radio on Instagram. Or uh, DigiAmerica.com if you want to go to the website and uh, listen to old episodes, buy a T-shirt, or uh, communicate with us there. This has been episode 100 once again. We did it. Yeah. Thanks for checking it out.